Welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a little touch of Hallmark movie magic. This week we only have two hosts, so you have myself, Sally, and we also have Tracy. Unfortunately, Colleen's not feeling well this week. We wish her all the good vibes as she recovers from her sickness, and I mean, it is that time of the year, so... Yeah, we love you, Colleen. We, just we miss really you. Miss yeah, you, we Colleen. really miss you. But we wanted to still get this episode out because this is going to be our super spooky Halloween episode. Yes. So we'll go ahead and leap right in with our first segment, which is hosts and toes. So is just for the two of us, but I'll still pose the question. Please do. We'll help you all get to know your hosts better because it is two days before Halloween. Yes. And we have to have a Halloween get-to-know-you question. What is your favorite song from Halloween? Oh, okay. So this is a really hard question for me because I technically have two top favorites. Cool. So I think I'll just mention them both because they're goodies. Good. So the first one that I think of is um, the Monster Mash, but specifically the one sung by Goofy. I think it's the funniest version, and it's so good. Yes, okay. Additionally, I really love the song Calling All the Monsters that China Ann McLean does. Ah, okay. It is such a classic. It came on the intercom today when I was working, and I was ecstatic. But what about you, Mom? What's your favorite? My favorite is Monster Mash. Okay, okay. The the original, I I don't, it's not so much the goofy, but if I went for a runners-up, it would be Bad Moon Rising. Mm, Yep. Brings in kind of that Halloween song, movie type of vibe even, uh, since it's been used in a lot of different Halloween movies. True, true. Wow, it's a little bit of overlap on our question. We don't normally have that. I know, well, we didn't have Colleen. (laughs) It's all good. So, Um, yeah, so I guess we'll actually hop right into our snacking and yakking segment. So for today, we really mixed it up. I brought in some white, you're going to have to help me out here, Mom. A white Zinfandel. Thank you. Yes. Wine, which I had actually received um, from work. (laughs) Um, Something I do on the side is cater for weddings. And sometimes instead of throwing it out at the end of the night, they offer it to staff. And I graciously accepted. And it actually didn't taste bad. I thought it was kind of smooth. It uh, didn't have too much flavor, to be honest, but I, I wasn't mad. It kind of hit the spot tonight. Okay. And then for a little bit of a snacky dessert, I brought in some Java chip Oreos. I know this kind of diverts from our normal fall dessert, but, you know, it's We have still plenty of Halloween candy we yeah, could have had, but it hit we the filled spot. up. Tess even came home and brought us some cupcakes, so that was an unexpected surprise on the side of that, so very... Or, no, sorry, not cupcakes. They're cheesecake Cheesecake. Yeah, the little sample cheesecake, yeah. Delicious. So that was what we ate. Super delicious. And what we watched was our Halloween special. Oh, so good. October Kiss. So good. This is a 2015 Hallmark movie. And um, playing Poppy, we have Ashley Williams. And playing Ryan, we have Sam Yeager. So, all right, Mom, um, our little synopsis. Yes. In the movie, we start with Poppy, who's someone who seems to be unable to commit to a job or any kind of relationship that she's faced with. To be fair, she has very bad options when it comes to relationships. For the one opening scene that actually was pretty humorous, we have someone who is already asking her the next day to meet his parents in the morning. And this is a blind date. Oh, yeah, a blind date, mind (laughs) you. And... 
tries to assume her dress size to see if she would fit into his mother's wedding dress. Yeah. So not that her options are great, but she clearly is struggling with a little bit of commitment issues. Her sister hooks her up with a job nannying for someone who's a bit of a workaholic, which is entering Ryan. Because her sister's kids go to school with his kids. His kids. So she's known him for a few years now. Yeah. Yeah. And while she's... Watching his kids the first day, she's coming across a little bit of resistance. They're not really liking the idea of a nanny entering the picture, specifically because they're a little bit resentful that the father doesn't seem to want to spend some time with them and it's just working. Mm-hmm. He's developing a new app called Food with Friends, <laughs> meant to go global, and that's kind of what he's preparing for is that presentation with um, some Japanese executives who yes. are going to launch this app into the stratosphere. Yes. She doesn't really want to be with the kids anymore after the first day because it's a little rough. He mm-hmm. challenges her ability to commit, which of course spurs her into action and she commits to watch them until Halloween. Yes. We so enter at least now. Weeks. Yeah, we enter now into our main plot. So what did we think of the opening of the movie? I think excellent opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. Great intro to the characters. You get a good feel for Poppy. She's teaching yoga. Yeah. She's trying to make pizzas. And each time she's like, I don't I don't think this is for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm very good at this. Yeah. That's a constant thing for her and her sister, of course. And we don't know. Her sister has two children. Um, and Poppy's living with her at the time. Yes. So we don't know like what happened, why Poppy's living there. But she does really well with the two boys, mm-hmm. and we don't know with the sister. There's no mention of a husband at all. Yeah. Um, so you don't get an idea of whether he had, uh, they were divorced or if he had passed away or something had happened. But clearly, um, it's her sister and her are very close. Yes. And you can see that her sister seems to have no problems or issues with this commitment and with falling through on yes, things. Yeah. Poppy definitely does. For sure. Seems to flit from one thing to the next and just kind of waiting for something that's the right thing for her mm-hmm. and they set it up really well with her living with her sister and having the yeah. two boys there very rambunctious younger uh, creative um uh, and and challenging to their mother i think at times about poppy's found ways to just make things fun and just mm-hmm. looks at life as and looks at the situations and says well how do i kind of distract and and make this really an enjoyable experience how do i ignite their interest and their imagination and really just kind of bring them into being kids yeah. and enjoying that and not, not, you know, focus on just bad behavior or right. acting out to get attention or anything like that, but really just enjoying things. So and that's my favorite she, part about her character yes. is she is very good at seeing people and meeting them where they're at. Yes. She very much is not someone to... And giving, them, giving them what they need. Yes. That's the thing 100%. you see it. And it... And I think that's where that, her sister says, oh, you're better. Yeah. You know, it, it, here's something you're really good at. Watch how you do it with the boys. Mm-hmm. You're really good. And that, like you say, with the intro and how they brought the characters together. Yeah. And you can see, oh, she does have this skill. Yep, she does. Um, and so she gets the nanny position. Right, right. Exactly. And so Ryan, whose wife passed away four years ago, yeah. I think obviously this isn't their first nanny. You can get that from the reaction that the no. kids have to Poppy, which is just like, okay, here we go. Another person who's just going to... Take us to school and bring us back and make us dinner because dad never comes home. And, yeah. you know, so you can really get... Uh, and the kids, I think, pretty good pretty good actors for yeah. that age. Yeah, they did right? well. Ryan and Poppy, spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. just extremely impressive. I, and I wish I'd seen Poppy in any other Hallmark yeah, movie. Yeah, I've not seen her um, before. Ryan sort of looked familiar. The, I'm sorry, the, the gentleman that plays him. But I'm, I'm not sure what else he might have been in. I either. haven't seen him in anything okay, else maybe since he was either. Also. 
So I, I like, you know, for, for the plot overall, really good and, and strong and great characters. Um, so spot on for Halloween. I mean. Yes. The decorations. Right, the second day. The second day, Poppy takes the kids. Well, it was a rough first day anyway. Second day, she takes them to school. Sally can give us the title of this podcast. Which, of course, is a quote directly from Poppy saying, I just sat on the most delicious PB&J. Because as the kids are leaving the car, she's trying to engage in some light conversation about school, just trying to keep it fun and fresh. But the kids weren't really down to Mm -mm, clowns. So mm -mm. um, they just left the car, and as she goes back in, she... Sits, unfortunately, on the little girl's lunch, um, which happened to be a PB&J sandwich. That Poppy made. Yep. And so when she greets the kids when they're coming out of school, they asked how her day was, and that's what she said. And I think that that really encapsulates how humorous she is, (laughs) as well as how she's just willing to take anything that happens and roll with it. Right. And so she has the idea to take them out Halloween decoration Mm -hmm. shopping because... Their house was the only one in the neighborhood with no decorations. No His kidding. wife had been the one to do that. Yeah. And he doesn't have time for that or for anything else, it seems, other than work. Mm-hmm. And so she hits on this idea that says, let me engage the kids by having them help decorate and, yeah. and takes them to a Halloween party store. And that just brings us so much into the season. The pumpkins yeah. and the skeletons and the bats and the spiders. everything. Spiders, right. Well, and poor Zach. So Zoe and Zach are the kids and poor mm-hmm. Zach is afraid of spiders he is he's a, got arachnophobia there so she has such an engaging way to bring them into yeah. just enjoying life again and doesn't focus on the fact yo your mom was really good at this she just focuses on do you want to decorate yep. do you want to do this how do you want to do this let's do it up big um go big or go home mm-hmm. as, as they say so i think that really um ties into the hallmark strengths of, you know, watching the relationships develop, watching the kids then realize she is who she is and she's genuine and she does care about them Mm -hmm. and and kind of bring them back into, oh, you can really enjoy things and you can enjoy being with somebody you don't know. So I think once we get to the flourishing of the relationship between Poppy and Zoe and Zach, we now can introduce our next plot point, which is, of course, we have to have the other woman. Dun, dun, dun. 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 So yes. in this situation, Ryan's a workaholic, and one of his colleagues kind of takes an interest to him. Her name is Abigail. She eventually asks him out on a date, and it seems that it could be a promising relationship. Yep. She does kind of start to try to integrate herself into the family a bit by even coming to his house to work there and get to have dinner with the kids and Poppy and everything. Um, But at this point, since Zoe and Zach are now really attached with Poppy, uh, Zoe kind of sees this as a new threat and kind of starts treating Abigail like she treated Poppy at the beginning and (laughs) kind of starts comparing everything that um, Poppy does to things that Abigail can't do. For example, she talks about how Poppy handmade their Halloween costumes Mm -hmm. and kind of throwing it at her since she knows that Abigail's the reason that her dad's not going to be with her on Halloween. Exactly, exactly. And Abigail's in hot pursuit yes. uh, of Ryan. She's, so she's a very serious business mm-hmm. person. She has had a job offer actually in Japan. So yes, they're working with this, this company, but she's actually had a job offer to, to move there. And she does speak Japanese. And she so does. not a harsh move yeah. for her, I Yeah, guess. and for her, that's the world she understands. And mm-hmm. over over these um, inter- encounters with the, the, the kids and yeah. with Ryan's kids, I mean, I think she realizes even kind of states, you know, that's wow, kids are not... I can do everything else and I can communicate in other language and other cultures, but I can't really relate to kids, which Poppy, of course, just kind of 
Well, you know, discounts because, yeah, the fact is you can't, right? I mean, obviously... Well, she does actually give her great advice. She basically talks about, like, how kids are funny and creative and kind of sneaky, and she encourages her to kind of see that it's not as intimidating as you might think. Like, you just kind of have to... But Abigail's focus is not... She has no... So she has no interest, really, in getting to know the kids. No, she's She's very... very aggressive to get Ryan in her life, but I think the kids would be, she's happy to go to work and leave them with whoever. You can have that nanny. It doesn't matter as long as they're not kind of interrupting her. I mean, we really see that at the dinner because they're talking about Halloween costumes because Poppy's trying to diffuse the situation that Zoe just brought up. And, of course, Abigail chimes in with her favorite Halloween costume from the past, which she went as an astronaut. And Zach naturally asks, which planets did you visit? And typically when engaging with a kid in that kind of conversation, you'd say, you know, whatever, I went to Saturn. Like, you'd say something off the wall because that's just how it is in those kind of conversations. And instead, she just is very forward and serious. And she's like, well, I didn't go to any planets because it was a Halloween costume kind of, like, attitude. And I think that's kind of where it's almost too much at end or at odds because... If you're not even willing to give a little, like, I'm not sure how you're going to make that work. Right. So let's go a little bit with uh, our, our standard elements for Hallmark mm-hmm. movies. The settings, the makeup, the clothes. Setting with Seattle. You caught that in the setting beginning. Setting with Seattle. But, I mean, the neighborhood setting. Yeah, it's cute. The school settings, all mm-hmm. really good. Their business and everything. Makeup, clothes, really spot oh, on. Poppy's clothes. I want that style. I, I really want that So my style. terminology was just so genuine. The, the, yeah. way, I, the way I thought was yeah. everything especially because of the context of that of mm-hmm. that show very yes. very genuine and I and I like that I think what you could not get beyond was all the Halloween the so they went to yeah. a harvest festival mm-hmm. they went to a pumpkin farm they had a Halloween school party yes. they made it, it just, Halloween cookies even yeah yeah which were a little bit too professional for kids I I, I do Homework. Well, I think that's where you could have done. Poppy did them. I think you're supposed to assume. But like, you're Poppy. watching the little boy well, with the, you know, uh, with the icing bag. Uh, it, it's just you. You might have shown us just a little something more genuine than these professional, high end. I can appreciate a cookie. That's cookies. All I, well, I would have appreciated uh, them too. I think this movie is exactly what we needed, though, because yeah. after so much fall dry spell in our harvest movies lack of therein i think this brought exactly what we needed it really just was a refresh really reminded us of what we loved about fall and halloween at least that's what it did for me i'm sure you felt similarly but yeah let's speak to some of those awkward awkward moments between poppy and ryan so ryan i think ryan's seeing obvious so poppy coaches the kids into having a presentation to dad yes she does because she puts them in his context so his Mm -hmm. context is constantly work and there's presentations and you sit there and you have your water and you have a presentation given to you and people in professional suits and the kids do a great job they do suited up and all ready and authoritative to their dad to sit down and listen and don't say anything and they make a very good presentation to them about how you know they love him, but he's exiting their life all the time by doing work, 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 work. It's the cell phone. It's work. It's a cell phone. It's meetings. It's a cell phone. It's, you know. Yeah. So so they are very clear that, Dad, you know, we love you and we want you in our lives and you're not there right now for mm-hmm. us. And that was a whole context that Poppy had set up yeah. very, very, very well. Again, this aptitude to understand how to communicate to people in the space that they're at mm-hmm. and what they need to hear. And, yeah. 
and how they need to, to, to grow a bit. So I think that that whole professional side of things, the way that she brought that in and the messaging, I think was really good with Yeah, and with even just trying to encourage that maturity. I mean, obviously, prior to Poppy kind of directing them to this outlet, they were just very frustrated. And they're like, I yeah. don't get why our dad, like, he promised he'd be there. We're so upset at him. And she kind of funneled out of like, yeah, that's what you're feeling and that's what you should feel. But like, how do you think he's going to hear you? Like, if you're just saying, like, you're so upset and you're you're just pointing the finger at him, like, you didn't come, you didn't right. show up, like, is he really going to change his behavior? No. Right. And Zoe was pointing out how all he seems to care about is work. And she's like, that's a good message, but how can we get that across? Right. And that's what I really liked was it kind of fostered a little bit of that, like, how can we communicate in a mature way that will actually achieve what we want? Like, it's right. fine to feel upset, yes. but that doesn't get us many places. Right. <laughs> right. And so that's where the relationship grows. I think that's, as, yeah. as and like I said, in a very genuine way, right? He begins to see, wow, she's making a positive impact on my children. Yep. They are maturing. They're, mm-hmm. they're communicating to me. And I'm, I'm understanding that, yes, I'm missing a lot of their lives. Yeah. I'm missing being a part of their lives. Is work really with, worth all of this? And mm-hmm. he starts to rethink things. And he also starts to see Poppy in a different light away from he that nanny. Does. And more of, wow, that's kind of a... That's kind of a woman that he's attracted to, right? Yep. Not Abigail. And I think but- they kind of hint at that attraction very, very subtly in the movie, which I liked how, like, underplayed it almost mm, was. Okay. In the sense that, like, um, one night, actually after one of the dates with Abigail, mm-hmm. the, um, Poppy's waiting on the porch for him to come home. That way she can leave. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got her bag behind her, and when he goes to sit down, they talk very briefly, and she's reaching to grab her keys, and he thinks that she's coming in for a hug, and she he goes to hug her as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just kind of that subtle nod at, like, Right. He's like, oh, is something happening? Like, and, and even like she's, the whole She's scene, very awkward with that yeah, thing. Yeah, she that is. That awkward hug. And Almost then the, hug. The, the next day, they're even in the kitchen together before the kids are down, and they're making up this whole narrative about how they're married, and then they eventually start dancing because it's a Hallmark movie without two people that are going to end up together dancing. Awkward dance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, an awkward dip. Just yeah. about ready to kiss when the kids come down the steps. Yeah, I just liked the little yeah. underplay they had with that. The football I think, game. Yes. The, the, that, the, the, there are so many examples of that movie where he, like, is clearly having feelings for her, but right. he feels like Abigail's the stronger choice. Probably because, you know, they're colleagues. Like, obviously, if you the cut that match. off at this point, like, it's kind of going to be awkward because right. you're going to have to see them every day. Right. But, yeah. Right. So, the, yeah, the, so they, even with the their little... um football game in the front mm-hmm. yard and Abigail comes in at that point. Now that's the first time she's introduced to the kids officially, yes, I believe. It is. And to and actually to, to Poppy as well. And that's where they have the dinner. Yeah. Um because she's come come right over. Mm-hmm. Uh so she can already see kind of that interaction between Poppy and yeah. Ryan and uh and the way the kids really gravitate towards Poppy yes. and like you said then become very connected and defensive of her yeah. and very well like her they're they're her uh, proponents they they, yeah. they obviously are 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 her cheerleaders yeah. uh during that time and i think abigail's beginning to kind of get her eyes opened yeah. a, a bit there but it's after so then we have to have the moment betrayal can we talk mm-hmm. about that betrayal Let's do it. this one's a little bit rough because mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. it is ryan i think is starting to confront some of those feelings he has for mm-hmm. poppy and poppy is realizing how connected she is with the kids and how 
They actually at this point, do the I love you. Yeah. So the, the kids. kids have said I love you to her and, and she said I love yes. you back. And I think that was kind of an eye-opening moment for her because she this is right after Abigail had come over for dinner. Right. So she saw how the kids reacted. She saw how um, they became her cheerleader. And she's realizing if it's going to work between Ryan and Abigail, she's going to have to make an exit. Right. Ryan tries to extend past Halloween how long she's going to be their nanny. And she says, nope, we are going to have to stick to that Halloween deadline because we are all becoming too attached to each other. And if Abigail is entering your life, it's not fair to the kids and it's not fair to me to continue to put me in right. kind of like this, almost like this middle position. Right. Because it, she'd be the nanny and yeah. the kids are much more close, which, which would be fine with yeah, Abigail. Well, right. Because oh, she, she would really be fine. But care. Poppy realizes the, yeah, the compromising situation right. that it is. It and, is. And they lose their dad then. Yes. They really do. So, so in, in this conversation, how does Ryan take... The fact that Poppy doesn't want to extend her her nannying. He takes it very poorly and very personally, and he cuts her out of their lives right away. So he says, "Well, you know what? Why wait for why wait for Halloween? Why don't we just stop now?" She says, "I'll come back tomorrow morning then, just to say say goodbye." Fantastic acting job by um, by Poppy. She did do well because you can tell it's tearing her apart to think she won't even see the kids again ever. Yeah. Um. So she's really upset, and he's just like, no, nope, it ends tonight. You're not going to come over tomorrow morning. I'll take care of my own kids. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. it. She's been dismissed. Yeah. And Huge betrayal. Huge yes. cutoff and uh, painful It separation. was painful to watch, mm-hmm. especially in the sense that, like, you know, at this point, he, um, Ryan even knows that the kids have said, I love you to her, and that she said it back. Yeah, and he, he, was, and he, he can upstairs. see how, like, yeah, palpable he... that connection is between right, all of them. Right, And the fact that he's willing to say, like, you don't even get to come say goodbye, that's damaging for the kids. Right. And that's obviously damaging for Poppy as well. Like, that's right. no way you should leave something that was no, that but he's much in of a connection. Yeah, he... He's the dad. And I think he saw it as, okay, if you're going to say that there's no chance of a relationship, then right. we're just going to end this right now because I think he's kind of realizing he cannot keep both Abigail and Poppy in his life, so it's right. probably easier to just completely cut one off yeah. and keep the other. But one of the biggest yeah, one of the yeah. biggest betrayals by far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Poppy returns to, to teaching yoga and yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, and meandering around with wondering what, what she'll do next. And it's Halloween evening. It's time mm-hmm. for trick or treating. The kids obviously have the costumes that Poppy made for them with Zoe and Zach. And Poppy's back with her sister. Mm-hmm. So kids, the kids are absolutely distraught. Yeah. They are so sad they're not going to see Poppy right. again. They keep asking, well, Zach specifically yeah. keeps asking for yeah. her, but. And he's got his big presentation Halloween night. Yes. So, so he's not going to be there. So he sends his assistant to help them get yeah. ready and take them trick-or-treating. Since and he that doesn't have Poppy anymore and, and Abigail's doing the presentation. Well. So so in, so in the true uh, Hallmark movie mm-hmm. sense, obviously we see that they're at the presentation and it's during the present or before the presentation, doesn't Abigail confront uh, Ryan? She does. So she says so they're ready. They haven't presented yet to the Japanese company. And Abigail looking absolutely stunning in, oh, this, yeah. in this purple gown. Uh, it was it was uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful. She, yeah. Um, right on point. And... She says to Ryan before he goes uh, in to do the presentation, 
that she did take the job in Japan. Yeah. So, and she, in a true Hallmark moment, she graciously steps aside. And yes. she even mentions, I'm graciously stepping aside. She does. She's very explicit. She says, I can see that you have feelings for Poppy and she mm-hmm. has feelings for you. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to take this job and I'm moving to Japan. Yeah. So he knows at that point there's an opening that he could go back and, and, uh, make that apology or at least mm-hmm. approach Poppy again. He winds up stepping out of the presentation, does a does a quick uh, quick uh, handoff. Handoff right back back to Abigail. Doesn't spend a lot of time on the techie talk of his app <laughs> or anything, but admits in front of everybody. Yeah. Yep, this app's taken a lot of my life and it's not going to take any more. I'll, I'll let you listen to Abigail now. Yeah. And so he goes back home to the kids. Kids are ready to go trick-or-treating, ever so happy. He puts his knight in shining armor, which is, yep. during the dinner, he had said, my costume that I loved growing up was a knight in shining armor. So he gets his, he dons his knight in shining, I know where he came up with that costume and how he had it just yeah, right on the floor. Went right upstairs, put it right on. We don't know, but it's a true Hallmark moment. So, of course, he did. And so Poppy had been giving out the candy, yes. just didn't have it in her to even go trick-or-treating no. with her nephews. Which is so sad because even at the dinner, we keep coming back to this dinner, but seriously, she a lot was happened. Uh, she was saying how she's never missed a Halloween since she was two. So the fact that she's just... In a flannel and jeans, like it shows how just brokenhearted she is over this whole situation. Right. So just give out the candy and stay there. Yeah. And until she sees two kids that are dressed <laughs> in the costumes like Zach and Zoe mm-hmm. and sort of have that same height differential and yeah. same age, and she realizes, wow, this is this I'm missing out on something. Yeah, I'm missing out. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back. Yep. So she puts on. Her costume. Mermaid costume. A mermaid costume. Because the first time she was introduced to them. To make herself seem more interesting. She told the dad, introduce me as a mermaid. Yeah. Because the kids wouldn't even come down to see her. No. Yeah, yeah, they were that against her already. Yeah. So, so the mermaid Very comes cute. back in. They, Very cute. And yes, go ahead, Sally, take us to the end. Yeah, so while uh, Poppy is hastily approaching the house, he um, Ryan has just donned his costume and they're all ready to head on out. He sends the kids up to grab their pillowcases and lo and behold, there's a knock on the door. They get their special homework movie magic moment where, you know, they realize, oh, okay, you're not going to be with Abigail anymore. She's moving to Japan and he confesses, like, it was wrong to cut you out like that. Like, and you mean so much. And he doesn't just for the name. No, he's like, I am I like you, basically. I, right. I, I do have you in my life. Yeah. To be and a part. we have our kiss, which mom was not a fan of this kiss. And though going in, it looked good. Profile, it looked fake. It was kind of like that... <laughs> Like, you know, not quite the, not a good in-depth kiss. That was just more of a perfunctory kiss, Mm. I would call it. Which is a little disappointing for the two It's their first kiss, you know? Maybe they'll grow into it. Just saying, I sure hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So the kids get to see. Yes, they do come down. And and of course, Zach has the best exclamation of, she really is a mermaid. Mermaid. Because he's young enough that he still believes in that. And, yeah, it's just altogether so sweet. I love how that whole resolution came together. It was very good. And on all nights, Halloween night, as if, you know, they were just ready for us. Exactly. All in costume. I mean, how great would that be that you're, like, you know, date that you first got together was Halloween? You'll never forget it. No. Obviously not. (laughs) Not as a knight and a mermaid. No, no, never. 
So we're ready to enter our final segment, mm-hmm. the woo-woo segment, where we give tribute to our golden retriever, West, West, West. Nala, who likes to express herself with woo-woo-woos. Yeah, not as many woo-woos tonight, maybe because Colleen wasn't Colleen here. Colleen wasn't here. She wasn't, she wasn't feeling, feeling it. it. She yeah. didn't. She missed her Colleeny. But she, that's okay. We're still thinking about Colleen. We did. love her. So the woo-woos rating goes one to five. Yes. One being the least, five being the greatest. Okay. So for our Hallmark October Kiss woo-woo rating, do you want to give yours first? I can get mine first. So I will say I gave it a five woo-woo rating. I have seen this movie before, to be honest. I've seen it quite a bit because I really love this one. I always make sure I watch it leading up to Halloween because it's yeah. just such a good yeah. fit. I will say, I, I, I actually do think this earns a five woo-woo rating because the, um, you know, we get, we still get our Hallmark movie outfits. We still get, you know, our really settings good settings, really good characters. I think this movie does do a better job than your average Hallmark movie of character development. We can clearly see the positive influence that Poppy brings to everyone. We've seen that before in like with with Rid- mm. uh, Gridley. Is it Gridley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we saw it before with Gridley. Yes. We're seeing it again with Poppy. We have to love the positive vibes and the belief that, you know, we can help make a positive difference in people's lives. So I'm just all for this. It gave me the fall vibes I needed. It gave me the Halloween magic that I feel like I've been lacking. So I've been very appreciative for that. And now I am willing to listen to yours. Well, mine's also a five woo woo rating. <laughs> Uh, it was, I had my paw mark even. Five Ooh, woos. that's a good one. Uh, it was incredible. Yeah. Just check mark after check mark. It, yes. Feel good. Great acting. Great development. Very believable. Very genuine, like I said. Would love to see either of those character uh, oh, lead, yeah, leads in, sure. in any other uh, Hallmark movie. Right on point for the Halloween and for yes. fall. I, I, I mean, I don't think you can get much more. No. Uh, Decorative, descriptive and yeah. the deckies were fantastic yes, yeah the deckies. absolutely and the whole vibe of it and yes. everything so this is a fun one it really is I 2015 i don't know easily watch again was, easily yeah. i will be watching next year don't you worry a- absolutely absolutely so of course we have to end with our usual shout outs shout out to jasmine your birthday is coming up happy jasmine. birthday girl Happy birthday, happy 21st. Yes, so exciting. Woo-hoo. Shout out to Colleen. Yes, shout out to Colleen. Our, our co-host. And, we and, miss you. We miss you so we much. We love you. We love you so much, Colleen. Oh my, we miss you. We love you. Please take care. Get yes. better. We need you next week. But you'll enjoy your concert tomorrow. We know. You had to You had to sleep up for it. Had to save for that one. And here comes <laughs> Nala even to listen to her woo-woo rating. So shout, shout out, out to out Nala. To, shout out to Nala. Shout out to Tessa, who's in the next room playing sims we love you exactly <laughs> shout, shout out to our husbands we'll, we'll shout out michael even though colleen's not yeah, here yeah, mark sure. and nick yes and shout out to, to and kelly love that you're listening and to anchor our sponsor shout out to anchor shout out to all our listeners both loyal and new we appreciate that you listen to us each week as we break down our hallmark movies next week we're coming at you with our final of the 2021 Fall lineups. Yes. We will see if maybe the, the finale smidge of, will, smidge of 
fall? Just like bring us a little bit of fall before one leaf changing color, maybe. Yeah, I'm okay if we even just have a just not summer, please. Please, not summer. Don't be June. Don't be June. Be be like October, September, even end of August. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But so yeah, we will have to see how that goes next week. Um, thank you so much for listening, and until next week, cheers. cheers!